of the Living Geek. All right, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We got a lot to get to today. We're going to talk about the WWE leaked rules for commentators. We're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about New Japan. But before we get to that, I would like to introduce my co-host and tag team partner, Kyle. How's it going, man? It is going good. I am back from a hellacious vacation. By God. Down south. I was at the the wedding of Randy Macho Man Savage and Miss Elizabeth, a match made in heaven. Oh, my God. Did I went you stay back f- in time to 1992 <laughs> and went, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> you were close, I think. Back from a wedding. It was fun. Ready to get back in the saddle. Yeah. Here we go. With the show ski. So, Kyle, last last weekend, you, you were on assignment, as we have stated, and I was just tired all weekend because of all these fucking Japan shows. Yeah. Um, there were three shows. There was a new... Two New Japans and a WWE show. I unintentionally stayed up and watched some of the Road to Dominion, I believe is what it was called, on Thursday or Friday morning. I don't fucking know anymore. I couldn't remember. (laughs) But let's talk about Beast in the East. Yeah. A show that aired local time here, 2.30 in the morning. And my first note I have, I thought the show was decent. Yeah. But my first note, in all caps, is Michael Cole was on one. He, he was, was on one. He was amazing. Yeah. I don't know what was in him. I, maybe he was just genuinely excited to maybe be there. Maybe these were the three hours of sleep Vince got, and he wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> he was great, and it was Byron was with him, right? Yeah, Byron was with him. Both very good. It was nice. You know, it's always nice to see when you see WWE in these smaller venues. Yes. I mean, we've seen it with NXT, obviously. Mm -hmm. You just get a different vibe, a different side of them that you don't normally see in these big shows. Yes, definitely. And it is very weird to hear the the words Dragon Gate. Yeah. Uh, Let's see what else came out of Michael Cole's mouth. Uh, New Japan. Yeah. And IWGP. These were all (laughs) very strange words to hear coming from... Michael Cole's mouth. Yeah. And yeah, man, he was just he They weren't the, they weren't shy to pl- to plug no. to talk about those or anything. Which is great. I think they need to start doing that a little more. And they they technically are doing it a little more with the with the uh the Finn Balor, I don't know what you'd call it, like a documentary almost. It's He's not a big 19- deal. People knew who he was from the get-go and then you need to tell them why they know him from the get-go. Yeah. It's not the 1980s, it's not the 1990s, it's not even 2000 anymore. Like People go places before they come to WWE. Well, I feel like people, they were doing that for a while when ECW, WCW guys would come over. Yeah. And then they got away from it real fast. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see. The Jericho-Neville match opened the show. That was, it was pretty was great. Good. I really liked this match. It was really good. Um, I think you're really starting to see Jericho slow down, though. I don't know if you can yeah. notice it. I mean, I think it's easier to notice when you have Adrian Neville, who's just... Like the fastest man ever. Yeah, entering the prime of his career and all that. So, still very good, though. Yeah. Still very good. Uh, a very Japan type of match, yes, almost. Yes, it is very good. The The only other match that I... Oh, well, I mean, first of all, got to mention, fucking Lion Tamer. Oh, yeah, we got the Lion... Yeah, Lion Tamer. Like a Legit true blue Lion Tamer. Lion Tamer. 
I forgot about that. Yeah. That was very nice. That was awesome. And it was nice to all... They also mentioned... They might have mentioned uh, Super Jacob. I'm not sure, but they at least mentioned that he got the nickname Lionheart From, in, yeah. in Japan, yeah. which was cool. It was just very cool. It was very cool. Very nice. The only other match of note, obviously, would be the NXT... I guess you could call it the World Heavyweight Championship now. Yeah. Because it has been defended overseas, which is, I mean, why not call it that if you want it to be its own brand? Yeah. It was uh, Finn Balor challenging Kevin Owens for the title, and, man, fantastic match. I, I loved it. I loved Balor coming out. The streamers was great. The flowers was fantastic the flowers was awesome <laughs> because, chuck the shit out of those things because kevin owens received the flowers and then chucked them as far as he possibly could hilarious uh streamer city for finn balor which was obvious so great very good just um just overall fantastic match michael cole made it even better as we've stated before he did a fantastic job we you saw s- a sleeper suplex which was insane. You're seeing a slow change of the guard now, guys. Yeah. I mean, the Ortons, the Cenas. They're all, yeah. Those guys' days are numbered. And not in a bad way, but like... Right, right, right. Like, the the, the spotlight is going to... It's a new generation. Yeah. No pun intended. Exactly. We saw Bloody Sunday hit, too. But it was weird because it was... He hit the move, and Michael Cole was like, he hit it! And it's like, hit why? Like, if you're a WWE fan, it's like, you don't know what that is. You don't know what Bloody Sunday is. Yeah. Which we'll get to in these announcer notes, which I think is why he didn't He's didn't call it Bloody Sunday. He just said he hit it. Uh, great moment for Finn Balor, which this basically has to send off. And we'll get to Kevin Owens a little later when we talk about Raw. Uh, this should have been the main event for sure. I don't know yeah. why it wasn't. Mainly, probably just because John Cena, Superman Cena, U.S. I could have homeboy. I could have cared less about that match. That match was like beginner kickoff match for Raw. Yeah, or a Raw main event, or a SmackDown main event. The King Counter at one for Beast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to put the King Counter somewhere because technically he wasn't on Raw. True. We'll get to um, which was his best. Raw performance in a long time. <laughs> the Photoshop. Yeah. The Brock Kofi match was it was a squash match. It was a squash match. It was just like hey, it was just for the Japanese people, like hey, here's Brock. Here's Brock again. <laughs> and it was fine. It was fine with it. So yeah. yeah. Overall decent show. Kyle, I know you didn't watch Dominion, but it was fucking fantastic. I heard it was really good. I'd like to see it. Pro Wrestling Torch called it a much must watch show. Uh Pro Wrestling Insider called it the best New Japan show of the year, which is very interesting because we had Wrestle Kingdom 9 at the beginning of the year, which no. was a fantastic show. Yeah. Um, couple of notes. Um, Shibata versus Sakuraba was basically an MMA strong style masterpiece. Wow. It was fucking amazing. Shibata ended up coming up on top, but it was, dude, it was really fucking good. The Koshida Kenny Omega match was great. I did have, there was one problem, and I, I talked to you about it, uh, I think a couple of days ago, where Kenny Omega was working over one of Kushida's legs, and he kind of almost did, like, put a bullet point on it to where, like, this is the leg I'm working on, because he pulled down the knee pad, 
And then midway through the match, he just kind of didn't work on that leg anymore and started working on the other leg, and it just seemed kind of weird. Very forgetful. Yeah, I did. That was the only that was the only problem I had with the match. Uh, Kenny Omega is. I don't even know what his character is, but he's just like a crazy person now. Yeah. Like he's almost like an anime villain. Um, That's how it kind of comes off. I think you're right. He does like an eat like a crazy evil laugh, and it's it's fine. I love it. It was he was in WWE developmental. He was it? yeah. I almost you you almost wonder with most of these guys if Triple H was in charge of if NXT had Not happened the, like oh. four years ago yeah. instead. Of, well, I mean you know NXT as we know it now, man. They'd have so many people. I feel like they wouldn't have wasted most of these talents. A lot of them. Yeah. Kushida ended up winning, so he's the new IWGP junior heavyweight champion. I almost forgot the name of the title. Wow. And Ricochet's back in the picture, so he's back over there, and it looks like he's going to challenge Kushida, which is cool. Ricochet's a hell great. of a match. Yeah. Hellacious match. Now... Okada versus AJ Styles for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. This match was great. It's it's cool because they've had a couple of matches and they all seem the same two guys, but they seem different, which is good. But the end sequence of this match was fucking insane. Like it was one of the coolest sequences I've ever seen. Uh, Okada ends up coming out on top and is the new IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Now we go on to the G1 Climax Tournament, which should be crazy. They announced, I think they've announced all the matches and the blocks. Um, Okada, I think Okada and Nakamura are in one block together with Elgin. So good luck on that, Michael Elgin. He's going all the way, baby. (laughs) Rumors are, is that Tanahashi might end up winning this and challenging Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 10 in the rematch which it will be like the opposite way. I would not mind seeing... Rock Austin Part 3. Basically, I would not mind seeing the implosion of chaos and seeing Nakamura versus Okada. Ooh. I think that would, for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, I think that would be cool. Who goes heel? Okada? It's it's weird because Okada... Probably they both Sh- have... Shinsuke, right? They both have like heel tendencies, but everyone loves them so much, so it's yeah. kind of hard to... I think it would just be a... Who was the heel in Brett versus Sean in the Iron Man match? Was there one? I don't think there was one. I think it'd be like that. That'd be good. So something like that. So that was that was Dominion. If you have New Japan World, you should definitely check it out. If you don't have New Japan World, Find you a should way to watch fucking it. get it. Because it's cheaper than the WWE Network. And it's great. Just use Google Translate. It's fantastic. Don't worry about it. So, Kyle, let's move on to Raw, to Monday Night Raw. Raw. Brock and Paul opened the show. Heyman had Chicago in the palm of his hand. And this was something we had talked about earlier where we where we weren't sure if Paul could. It was a concern. Like, we we didn't know. And you had actually mentioned to me, you said, you said something about Chicago shows, which I thought was interesting. I didn't know if you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know the number exact, but I feel like they, they do. It feels like it at least. It feels like they do at least four or five Raws from Chicago a year. Yeah, it feels like they do a lot. It it's one like, of their bigger towns. Yeah, and you they when you go into like a Chicago show or if you go into like a, uh, I don't know, a New York show, a garden show, right. you, you play you play to the crowd a little bit more. Yeah. I feel. And you can't fuck it up. You got to book that right. Yeah. 
you can't fuck it up because they're going to fucking eat you out of the palm of their hand. So, you know what? Let's yeah. get that. Like, when they were trying to, like, have all those punk chants deferred, or, yeah. you know, not have them show up, what do you do? Boom. Lesnar, Heyman opened the show right off the bat. No exactly. one's going no to fucking boo that. No one's going to fucking chant CM Punk during nope. that. Even um, even with Paul being closely associated to CM Punk. Exactly. And it was just a great way to start the show. It was fantastic, and it was basically Lesnar's coming for you. Yeah. Don't try to hide behind your security. I do feel like Heyman's face promos aren't as good as his heel promos because he's such a natural heel. Right. But I just They're think still, it, it's still really yeah, it's fucking still good. good. I mean, what are we complaining about, really? Right. But, like, I think he'll... Give him a couple weeks, you know, he'll he'll get in there. He'll be fine. We talked about it last week. Seth Rollins decided that J&J Security and Dad Kane, you know, they did a really good job. And actually this week, there was no Kane counter because Kane became Hawaiian Vacation Kane. Hooray! And he, and he was on vacation. Hawaiian Vacane. <laughs> um, Pretty clever. I, Came, it took me two minutes to come up with that. <laughs> and they had the Photoshop photos of Kane, which... Th- those were great. I mean, is great, but Kane was in Japan. They could have technically made a stopover. <laughs> they could have just put him in the actual garb and then Photoshopped it. That would Yes, that would have been better, but whatever i was like this is funny i guess <laughs> and then we had i think i think we had mentioned this when we were watching around wow we fast forwarded through a lot of things mainly because the first match of the night was big show versus ryback a match i could care less about i can't believe that they put a title on ryback and it was kind of like yeah cool ryback has a title awesome yeah. and immediately i do not care about it yeah it's sad. Yeah, I don't know who to blame on that one. I don't know who gets to blame on that one. Uh, I think it's poor booking. Yeah, I would think so too. Um, we'll get to. They could. I mean, if you're gonna do shit with Big Show, okay, first of all, Miz is fucking ruining it. Not, you, so not you, in a good way. You think if if it was Big Show Ryback, just solely them, it would be better. It would be a little better if you did it in the sense where it's like. Just fucking like mid south slobber knocker, fucking right. Just a hoss fight, hoss fight. Beat the fuck out of each other. Yeah, have these fools really get some real heat and hate each other. Something like you know, I'm thinking of like when Owens or when Steen and Generico are going at it. Roh before the show even starts, they're out in the fucking crowd, like just beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, just real. Yes, physicality. You know, get my JR on right now. My, some real physicality, you know, <laughs> slobber knocker, hoss fight. I do, I do agree with that. And throw in a gimmick match and no DQ match. I don't yeah. know something cage match. Ooh, I could get down with an old fashioned blue blue cage, cage between Big Show and Ryback. That I could get down with. Did you see Big? I know we fast forwarded through this, but I I follow some people that make some animated gifts. And did you see Big Show did a second rope elbow drop? Really? Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Did he do a springboard stunner though? No, he did not. Because I feel if he if I I feel if Big Show did anything springboard, the the ropes ropes would break and then kill like twenty people. I just saw something on the internet that he like finally admitted that that time when Brock Lesnar suplexed him off the top rope, he admitted it was fake. Uh. Who who needed clarification (laughs) on that one? Show me this guy. I want to meet him. It was probably the wrestling still I real to me, you. damn it. Yeah. It's probably that guy. Wrestling's still real to me. 
Oh, God. Come on, bro. That guy ruined it for all of us. He did. Hey, have you seen this drone? This vi- Yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Thank you for the 50th time I've seen it. <laughs> so, yes, I could care less about Big Show versus Ryback versus The Miz. And The Miz was, like, on the microphone, like, yelling at them to do moves and stuff. That's so It annoying. was so dumb. I do have an idea for The Miz, which I will get to. A little later. One of my infamous ideas. Here's an idea. Brie Bella versus Paige. I don't care about it. Please do something else. But (laughs) the one thing, it is rumored that Charlotte and Sasha Banks may be debuting as Paige's tag team partners against Team Bella at SummerSlam. Pretty, pretty down. So I I guess what this has to do... So basically, Paige has no friends because girls don't like each other. We've established that. True. Well, unless they're evil. If girls are evil, they have friends. Right. If they're they're good, quote-unquote, they don't have friends. Right. Just like life. Just like real life, everyone. Paige needs partners, and I guess they're going to have a six-man tag. Now, my only problem with this is, why are we waiting until SummerSlam? I feel like... Well, I think you wait till SummerSlam because that's a good way to debut Sasha and Charlotte as a big deal. Okay, that makes and sense. And it's in the BK. That's true. And the night before is... Uh, which we I didn't write down, but they haven't announced any matches. They just announced that they're going to do the next takeover. It's going to be from the Barclays Center at the night before SummerSlam, you, which is insane. You think Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens? Or is Kevin Owens done now? I, it's, it's weird. I don't, I think what you do, I think the main event is debut, debut of Uha Nation, please. They're going to, they're going to have to do a lot to fill that arena, but I think the main event has to be Samoa Joe Finn Balor. Yeah. For sure. I think that's your main event for that night. Yeah. So they're going to debut Sasha and Charlotte as, well, it's rumored as Paige's partners tonight on NXT Sasha needed to find a partner to face Evil Emma and Dana Brooke, and Charlotte was her partner. So it's almost like they laid the groundwork a little early. But That's cool. Yeah, so... I'm into it. I'm very excited. That should be good. And that should actually... Because, let's face it, the Divas division right now is floundering. Mm-hmm. Like, I could give two shits about it. And there was a little while that I kind of did care about it, and everyone seemed to be improving. Yeah. And it was great, and now it's just kind of like, I don't fucking care. It's just the shit storylines. Yeah. I mean, they're using Paige a lot, which is good. Just They need they need some filtration in that. They need some fucking chicks who can wrestle. Straight up. Yes. After seeing the NXT Divas division expose the WWE women's division. Yes. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. It did. And they're... They're in trouble. So hopefully Charlotte and Sasha help them out a little bit. They're going to have to. They're changing the guard. And I guess it was rumored that Bailey was supposed to be one of them, but I didn't. She broke her. She broke her hand. Yeah. Damn. That sucks. That sucks. But hopefully she'll be back soon. Yeah. So the next match we fast forwarded through and I realized something, <laughs> Kyle. Sheamus makes us miss all the cool things. So Sheamus wrestled Roman Reigns, who I had said last week has been proven. Yes. Which is great. Yeah. Because his, he needs to. His match with Wyatt at Battleground is going to be... It's, I think it's going to be great. One of the ones I'm looking... That and, that and Brock and Seth are the ones yeah. I'm looking forward to the most. Without a doubt. Oh, well, Kevin Owens, John Cena. <laughs> ba- rema- rema- Those are three great <laughs> matches right there. On Battleground. Yeah, on Battleground. <laughs> wow. So we missed a fake Bray Wyatt come out 
and he got Superman punched. And then the real Bray Wyatt was on the screen saying, like, anyone but you, Roman, anyone but you. I don't know. And then we also missed Randy Orton came back. Did you know this? I didn't. No. We were in fast forward. Because we fast forwarded through the entire (laughs) match. So Randy Orton came back. And he becomes instantly my fam- favorite wrestler because Sheamus sucks. Did he RKO Sheamus? Of course he RKO'd Sheamus. So thank you. What are you talking about? Thank you. So I guess that's what Randy Orton's going to be up to at um, Battleground. Oh, him and Sheamus, huh? I guess him and Sheamus. We will not fast forward through that yeah, match. We'll watch the pay-per-view. We'll watch it. It's a pay-per-view match. I don't fast forward through pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. No matter how terrible they are. Please, I used to watch like late 1999 WCW. Yeah, you can survive anything. I I can make it through anything. It's a Viagra on a pole match. Oh, God. Judy Bagwell on a pole match. Trips is back. And I think I had said to you, when was the last time we saw Triple H on Raw? When was the last time we saw Stephanie on Raw? Mm -hmm. It's been a while, and it's been kind of nice. Yeah, switch it up a little bit. Because it's, it's more... Of a spotlight on Seth as the main person in the authority, kind of taking control of everything. Right. So this has been pretty nice. But Triple H is back, and he tells Rollins that he needs to call Lesnar out because no one will be expecting that. True. So he says, yeah, okay, I'm going to do that thing that you just said. And then we get... I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to do the thing you told me to do. We get another fun Rusev, Summer Rae, Dolph Ziggler, Lana segment. I don't know. I've, I don't know where this is going. Well, I know, well, now I do. But so Rusev, he's okay. Rusev is fine now. He kicked. He kicked the shit out of Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. And then he did the thing with with the with the crutch where he puts it under his chin and like slams it into the mat. And now it is reported that Dolph Ziggler has a bruised trachea and is out indefinitely. That's storyline, though. So That's in real life. So he's going to, uh, I don't know. This is very reminiscent of Randy Savage and Ricky Steamboat when Randy Savage... The timekeeper's tape. Or took the bell, the bell off the top rope into yeah. Ricky Steamboat's throat. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely working towards a mixed tag match of some sort. I Probably SummerSlam. Yeah. I don't know what you they're going to do. You think a mixed do. tag? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. Lana makes her wrestling debut. I think you're right. And then that also helps out. The, you have three women debuting that night on SummerSlam. Hopefully Lana can wrestle. I She has been training for quite a while. And those early videos, which we posted in show notes, I mean, she looked to be, she looked okay. But, I mean, everyone looks okay in training, I guess. Yeah, probably. Unless you're, like, really shitty. Unless you're Eva Marie. No, she looks good now, too. I'm excited to see when she comes back, too. That's, and I can't believe I said that, but I am. (laughs) Bo Dallas versus Dean Ambrose. And my note is, what the fuck are they doing with Dean Ambrose? We they t- don't know. We touched- he's in brain mode right now. We t- yeah, we touched on it a little bit last week. Who, does, who is Dean Ambrose feuding against? Who is he feuding with? You this- know what? It's fine if they don't have anything for him because how much shit did they have for him the last three or four months? Oh, definitely. Like- but here's, uh, here is an idea. Well, because do they even have a match for him at Battleground? I think what the next thing has to be is he needs to, and as much as I don't want to see this, he needs to feud with The Miz. And I'll tell you why he needs to feud with The Miz. I'm listening. He needs to feud with The Miz because the that new 12 rounds 3.7 part set 
so part 17 is coming out. He's, with, in, he's in that, right? And Dean's in it. So it's going to be a, yeah, I was in this movie, and it's not going to be a big deal to him, but it's going to be a huge deal to The Miz, and they're going to feud somehow over it. It'll be like a jealousy thing. Miz beats Ryback for the IC title. Do it over the IC title. I would be fine with that. I feel I think, shitty for Ryback. Yeah, but you should probably keep it on Ryback. I wouldn't mind it. Because Dino don't need the title, I don't think. He's a, he's in Roddy Piper territory where he's so good that he yeah. doesn't even need a title. Yeah. Holy hell, I didn't even think about that. But I would, would not mind seeing a Miz-Ambrose feud, even though I'm not that big of a fan of the Miz. Yeah. I think it would be nice because they're both good on the mic. I think that would be fun. Yeah. So that is the next feud that I would like to see. That's pretty good. I still, I mean, I still think Miz needs to be a manager. I agree. Who can just bump like a motherfucker. I agree. But they're not going that direction. Yeah. So let's put him in a feud with Dean Ambrose. I think because Dean Ambrose, everyone loves Dean Ambrose and everyone fucking hates The Miz. Why not put them together? And they have a a joint thing now where they're both in movies and you can almost... They're both superstars in the movie world now. Yeah, you can almost doctor... I mean, I'm sure... Ambrose's movie will probably be more quote unquote more successful than the Miz's WWE movies. And you can play off that too. Yeah. But you can also play it off where Dean doesn't think it's that big of a deal. And but the Miz is completely freaking out about it and he starts interfering in his matches or just starts pissing him off. You've pissed me off, Miz. <laughs> now I'm coming after you. I don't know. I think that's what they could do. That'd be nice. It'd be interesting. King Barrett versus R-Truth take 40. <laughs> I'm, I'm, here's another man that they don't know. And let's reiterate. Can we get a brand split, please? I think that would fix a lot of your issues. Well, I think if you do a brand split, Raw needs to go back to two hours. I agree. Which it should be two hours anyway. I agree. Yeah, it should be. I think... You know, I wouldn't have been, You know, I'm not... Opposed to it being three hours, but except for you give me fucking five cane segments, four of these, yeah. barely any tag team shit. It's like you just shit on yourselves, really. Yeah, basically. I had a Twitter conversation with some of my followers at Sir Pingle, if you want to hit me on up on the Twitters. And someone said the Bullhammer is the worst looking finisher right now. Do you agree with this? No, I still think I'm with you on the zigzag. zigzag. Yeah. Someone else said. <laughs> Or they said it was the worst looking and also just like the worst finisher. Which I don't know if I agree with. I kind of like the Bullhammer. I kind of like the Bullhammer too. The zigzag is by far the worst. Another one of uh, my followers said the KO punch because it's a punch. And I said, yeah, I guess that makes sense. That's pretty good. But it's coming from the big show. Yeah, he's he has I still a think ch- big, that's better than the zigzag. I agree. I think the zigzag is by far still the worst looking finisher. It is god-awful. It's so bad. Ugh. Uh, the authority comes out, and by the authority, I mean J&J Security <laughs> and Seth, and they come out in J&J Security's new car, and they all have, they're all doing their big Josh impressions. One, one of that the, was so weird. One of the greatest uh, WCW six-man tag team champions of all time. They were, big Josh! There were three, and... <laughs> And they all have, like, axe handles. Yeah. Which was... It, yeah, it's very weird to just have axe handles. No like, axe on it, just the axe handle. Just an axe handle. And they come out into the ring and basically call out 
you know, he's just trying to antagonize Brock. Brock comes out with Heyman. They look at the ring, and Heyman goes and gets, like, this box and opens it, and it has axes in it, like fireman axes. Yeah. And Brock just destroys this car, just this completely was, destroys it. This was one of the better car segments that WWE has done. And they yes. Did, they, they do car segments like it's going out of style. Oh yeah, over the years, I mean, you always know when somebody gets something new and yeah. they show it on camera, it's going to either explode or be destroyed. Yeah, this this car segment just because Brock literally he flung a fucking car door. Well, by he the way. he ripped the door off the hinges and then flung it into the crowd, and it actually hit a fan. That's, Did you read about that? Yeah, that's so great. It hit a fan, and WWE was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And gave them a bunch of free merch, and like, I guess they got to go backstage. Yeah. And they were like, I'm fine. <laughs> I would totally do that to go backstage oh, and get some merch. Oh, man. Uh, and in, in the process, uh, Noble gets his arm broken, quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. I almost want it to get to the point, because now he's legitimately had his ribs broken. His arm is now broken. I want it to be body cast. Yes, <laughs> like every every week, it's a different thing. That'd be so good. You go get him, Sith. He's just his <laughs> arms are all, and he's has the halo on. You go get him. You're the champ. <laughs> I think that would be funny. But yeah, that was a fun segment. That'd be awesome. And somebody actually, I don't know. I'll see if I can still find it because it's on, it's on Craigslist, so they take it down after a while. Somebody put up a slightly used car, and it was like Jamie Noble standing next to the car, and then it listed everything that was wrong with it. And like, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. That's so good. Um, that was one of the better car segments. Along, you know, when Austin dumps the cement into Vince's yeah. Corvette or Ferrari, that's up there with a lot of them. I think it's up there with uh, who ran really- over the Rock or no, who ran over Stone Cold. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> who was me? It was Rikishi. <laughs> if I could uh, do it again. That was a big storyline, too. And where Mick Foley was like an investigator. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. Ugh. To make Rikishi evil. That they was, loved Rikishi, though. They did. Rikishi's around forever. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Hall of Famer Rikishi. Bay Area's own Rikishi. <laughs> So the Lucha Dragons versus the New Day, and the only note I have on this is it's good to see the Lucha Dragons again because they're great. Yeah. I I love the New Day's finisher, which is the big ending and a jumping DDT. Yeah. Very cool. And Titus O'Neil. It's easy. Titus O'Neil was on fucking fire during commentary. He was was golden. He was so good. His banter with JBL, where JBL tries to call him stupid, and he's like, yeah, well, I got two degrees. What do you got? It was was so good. So, so good. He wouldn't even let him talk. No. It was was awesome. It was great. So... I guess let's ask the question, do you think the New Day win their titles back at Battleground? Mm, I don't know. I know. <laughs> it's it's hard. The, I, the only reason I don't know is because what are you going to do at SummerSlam? Exactly. Yeah. So I can see primetime. Keeping them for a little while. Until, until SummerSlam. Yeah, I could see that. I think that would be nice. That'd be nice. I think they they should be owed that, mainly because they split them up and didn't do anything with them. Yeah. So I think that'd be cool. I... Personally, I think New Day's winning the titles back. I think it might have been a mistake to take, him off him. take it off of them, and maybe they should have won them maybe 
primetime players should have won them at Battleground. Then maybe I would feel a little better about it. But I agree. Kevin Owens, another man on fire. White hot, John. He's white hot. But white hot. But before he came out, John Cena came out and said, well, looks like Kevin Owens lost his title. You know, just does his John Cena thing. Yeah. And, you know, you want some, come get some. Invitational starts now. And Kevin Owens comes out. And he tells Cena he doesn't just want the United States Championship anymore. He needs it. Fucking awesome. Great. Yeah. Now he has a reason that he needs a title. And he says John Cena is the worst part of every Raw. You just come out here and say the same shit over and over again. Yeah. I'm. He's like, I'm done. I'm going to end you and take your title. Cesaro comes out. Cesaro says, I... <laughs> which he... He still kind of kind of stutters through things a little bit, which is yeah. His English is just I don't understand. It's just his English. I don't think he. I mean, I guess, but he, he says too much. Yes, he basically says to Kevin Owens, "If it wasn't for you, I would have the title already. You need to get out of this ring, or you're going to have a problem with me and John Cena." And Owens goes, "All right," and leaves. And then we have Cesaro Cena part do. Possible match of the year? You know, personally, I like the first one better. The one for the the DQ one? Yeah. Even though the finish was, you know, whatever. Actually, I like the finish, too, just because of what it set up to eventually. It didn't didn't make Cesaro look weak. Mm -mm. Made Kevin Owens look like a fucking asshole. Yes. Cena's fine. Mm -hmm. But it's just crazy to think how Cesaro and Tyson Kidd were in this hot tag team. Yeah. Tyson Kidd gets a horrific injury. Yep. He's going to be gone a long time. Oh, yeah. Which pisses me off. I was yeah, really getting into Tyson Kidd. I know. Remember when you hated Tyson Kidd? Yeah. Fact. I hated him. I and, hated him. And I was like, why is this guy still on the roster? I listened to the uh, podcast with uh, him and Natty were on it with Jericho, which was cool because it was both of them at the same time. Oh, yeah. Which was real fun. <laughs> and he was like, you know, you, all, all, all the boys were saying, you finally are that guy we see backstage out there now. Yeah. Which, he never had that personality when he was with fucking uh, Davey Harry. Boy. They no. probably could have fucking saved their tag. Could have saved Harry, probably. Yeah. Um, Shit. Well, so, he's but, doing but now, but Yeah, but now you see Cesaro, he's thrusted into something. The main event. Something. I mean, because yeah. it's like, well, let's. we all know he can fucking wrestle. Yes, we that, know. That fucking springboard uppercut is just a thing of beauty. <laughs> it l- it looks like ballet. Elf. It looks amazing. It's a bu- the M. Bison, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Cesaro, if he can finally just... It's not like he can't speak English. He obviously can. Yeah. But just more properly. Yeah, I just... I, I almost feel like for the most part, for most of his career, he was never really asked to talk, talk a lot. Yeah, he was in ROH. Just his work spoke for itself, and he didn't really talk a lot in Chikara. I mean, he had some backstage segments every yeah. once in a while, but nothing that you could just be like, "Okay, do it again." Yeah, it's not like live talking. They put him with Paul for a little while. That didn't really work. Yeah, I mean, I think it could have worked. I mean, his stuff with Zeb and Swagger was great. Yes. The so Americans and match, it, was a, it was a fucking great match. It was though. a fantastic match. Springboard stunner still in there, still in there. And then we were talking about he does that sit out face buster thing now, which is cool. I like it. Yeah, I'd rather him do that than Most the, of the shit. Yeah, and <laughs> and you were actually you brought up a good point of maybe Cena should watch some of a tag team from the. 90s yeah. and 80s watch some fucking steiner brothers matches yeah 
I think that would be perfect. If you want to copy a couple of Rick Steiner moves, I feel like if you want some new moves, go <laughs> go back and use some Steiner Brothers stuff. His body, everything just makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Steiner screwdriver is what I actually suggested. John Cena, he's, um, tonight I'm going to do the Steiner screwdriver. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? I got permission from Vince. (laughs) So that was Raw. Kind of eh, except the main event was great. And it was actually the longest main event that I can remember. Also, what we were talking about before, I think either on the show or just between the two of us. Right. It's a fucking three-hour goddamn show. Yes. You give us a bunch of stupid shit most of the time. How about at least a 20-minute main event every night? Yeah. A big-time main event where it feels like a big-time fucking main event, which Mm -hmm. it was. Yeah. They did a great job of building that up. They had Lillian out there showing off the title, doing the thing. Yeah. Perfect. It was great. Very good. It was a little over 30 minutes, which is insane. Yeah. But it shouldn't be insane. You could give me a great tag team match. How about putting New Day or whoever's a you know primetime players versus Lucha Dragons or something? Give them just give them yeah. the chance. The other thing is remember back like and I guess you don't really have to do this because you're not competing with anyone, which sucks. When it would be before the main event, they would announce the main event next week or a match or two. Yes, and they don't For do Ra, that. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. I wonder if that was just a thing they had to do because they had to compete with Nitro. I guess. I don't know. Both both shows did that. Yeah, they both did. And that's a good point. I don't re- yeah. They don't really do that anymore. They don't do that anymore. They kind of do it a couple Every- of days before now. Very sparingly. Yeah, but it's not. I think they did it with um, they did it with one match this, this week. I think it was Sheamus Roman Reigns, I think, was one that they had announced. I just don't. I, I think the big problem for what that is, I just don't think they know what going on yeah next monday no they don't what's today wednesday i don't think they have any fucking idea what's going on next monday no i don't think they do that's maybe, their go- maybe a thing or two that's the go home show too yeah me boy let's hope one of those delivers okay i believe this happened yesterday yeah i read this today <laughs> so somebody on reddit leaked a rules for the wwe commentators and i believe let me find the date it's at least five years old yeah, which a lot of which I cannot honestly say. Okay, it's five years old, but then and a lot of people go, well, you know, it's pretty old, so you can't really take all that. No, you can because you know at least most of this stuff. Of now, did you read? Did you read it? I read it. Yeah, I have some stuff highlighted. I printed out all nine pages of it. Honestly, oh, I read one page of it. Oh, you read one. Yeah, that's there all. are nine pages. Holy shit! The one page that I read that they posted on LOP, I didn't disagree with very much. Yeah, see, that's the thing. A lot of people are up in arms about this, and I'm looking at it and I go, "What's wrong with most of this?" There's some things like don't call the wrestlers wrestlers. Okay, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, but most of the stuff, it's just like common knowledge. It's like a guideline that you get at any job. Yeah. So I don't understand why everyone's sure, fucking I'm freaking sure fucking, out about it. Uh, you know, Gruden and Tariko have like a oh, same yeah. thing for Monday Night Football. So I I highlighted some stuff. I guess we'll just give thoughts. Like, see, see this first page. I'm looking at it. Okay, but the, th- the I think the thing that some people are upset about is yeah, some of these say to do things and then they never fucking actually do them. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The announcers are not the stars. Okay, that makes sense. But then it, you go, well, we did a whole fucking angle with 
Jerry Lawler and Michael Cole for two fucking years. All announcers must read WWE.com all week. This is a tremendous resource for information on superstars and storylines. Perfect. Makes sense. Even better because uh, Joey Styles does a lot of that shit. Yeah, and also the fact that the articles on WWE.com are really fucking good. Yes, that too. Uh, Do your homework. An announcer should never, ever do a show they have never done research on. Proof in point that Jerry Lawler has never done his homework. <laughs> this one is great because I don't think... This this is one of the ones where it's like, they don't fucking do that. Listen to other announcers and styles. We are always learning, which is in all caps. I don't think they do that one. I don't think they do that either. Personalize this match slash story for us. Make us care. That's another one I don't think they really... No, they half the time now they fucking... First, they're plugging first Mountain Dew. WCW Nitro and don't even fucking talk about the goddamn match that's going on. No, they're plugging Mountain Dew and telling us to go to the app and telling us what yep. we think about on the app. They're yeah. bantering between each other. Uh, this is. I mean, that, that, that fucking uh, New Day match with Lucha Dragons was a perfect point of that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, a, they barely talked. Yeah. This is television, not radio. We don't need to call every move a superstar makes. We tell stories pausing to call high spots in all three counts. Our fans don't know when a match is going to end, and neither should we. In reality, any time a ref counts could actually end the match. I think you should be calling. I think this is almost like you shouldn't be calling all the matches, but then you need to be talking about other things instead, which I think is shitty. True. Oh, this one's a great note because I know they... Don't do this shit sometimes. So it's funny because everyone goes, oh, Vince McMahon's always talking in their ear. And and you go, yeah, no shit, because they don't do half the stuff he wrote down. <laughs> True. Nobody likes someone talking in a movie theater. Okay. We make movies. It's not necessary to fill in every moment with verbiage. All right. I don't really agree with that whatsoever because uh, I think what this isn't a real fucking... Well, what I think they're saying is when someone is talking in the ring... You shouldn't be talking over them, I think, is what they're trying to say. Totally agree. Don't call a move before it happens. If this is so predictable, why are we watching it? That's such a good one. Yeah. VKM. He knows what's going on. (laughs) They reference the uh, read the WWE.com articles and read the magazines. It says in all caps, dig for information to enhance storytelling. Okay. What's wrong with that? Yeah. I I think the main thing is, and I could read a bunch more, but I think the main thing is, why are people so upset about this? A lot of it's common sense. It's just common sense shit. This one's my favorite. Think of different ways to describe someone. Example, the undertaker, the demon from Death Valley, the dead man, the phenom, etc. FYI, he is never taker. (laughs) <laughs> they say that it says that that's awesome that's my favorite one he's no don't use those it. goddamn back backstage smirky shit you don't call him the taker god damn it that's pretty great these are the let's go over the words to avoid because this one's great did you see is this the one you Ass saw shit fuck no <laughs> no well there is a note that says no swearing where, where it's like yeah no shit okay, what are you come, kidding come me on, yeah Words to avoid, belt, strap. We yeah. don't have belts or straps. We have championships, titles. The belt represents represents something. Talk about what it represents, hard work, dedication, or what it means, accomplishment of goals, bullseye for others. <laughs> this is my favorite one. Words words to avoid, This or the business, our industry. 
feud. So Triple H, basically everything Triple H said. This business, fuck you, Vince. <laughs> it's like what it is. That's that's hilarious. I didn't even think about that. So basically, don't say anything that Trip Trip says. Yeah, don't say anything that. Here's some more. Uh, don't say feud. Don't say war. That's, re- that's re- both retarded. <laughs> don't say performance, performer, choreograph, house show, use live event, uh, backstage. Don't say backstage. Say in the back, in the locker room area. Don't say pro wrestling, pro wrestler. That's probably the, everyone goes, fuck, it's in writing now. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. And they just lose their fucking mind. Like. God damn it, fans! You ruined the business! It. You're ruining this business! <laughs> so don't say that, you superstar star athlete. Okay. Don't say inter- international. Use global. Okay. <laughs> don't say shoot. Uh, don't say acrobatics. This is my favorite one. This is the best one. Don't say interesting. What? It just says interesting. Don't say it. <laughs> don't you dare say interesting. This is interesting. Maybe I don't know. Here's one. Here's one. Don't say DQ. Don't say talent. You star, superstar, diva. Don't say me or I. I don't understand that this one. This is almost like a game. Like, it's, Isn't it's it? Like, it's like this is a drinking game. This is. <laughs> don't use inside terms. Heel, baby face, blown up, shoot, rib, mark, etc. That's pretty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, don't say U.S. Say United States. Don't say fans. Don't call people fans. Uh, when possible, refer to the audience as you. In other situations, ID them as raw fans, our fans, seen as fans. Oh, God. Don't say hospital. Use medical center. I don't understand yeah, that. Yeah, because even normal normal people fucking say, do you know where the nearest <laughs> medical center is? <laughs> Pardon me, sir. Direct me to your local medical center. <laughs> uh, don't say faction. Use group. Please use now available instead of on sale. They say that all the time. There was another good one. There was a CM Punk one. Hold on. Don't say CM Punk. Well, yeah, don't say CM Punk. Let me find it because it was so... Like, the example, if Vince wrote it, it's just, like, the funniest shit ever. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. This one's great. Our fans are always interested in what happens in the locker room or away from the arena. Announcers have the unique ability to be our fans' eyes and ears and use this to enhance characters. For example, I saw CM Punk at the Waffle House this morning. He treated the waitress so nasty it was embarrassing. <laughs> How funny is that? Dude, the Waffle House? That's great. I, I, I For fear that, because CM, CM Punk most of the time will just block people out of necessity. I just want to tweet at him like, what happened with that waitress at the Waffle House? <laughs> But you're afraid he's I'm gonna afraid block he's going to block me, and I don't <laughs> want him to block me because I'm a huge mark, and that's a shoot, brother. <laughs> that's also interesting. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else that's very. Uh... Oh, Vince. Vince wants uh, to talk the. He wants to talk to the announcers and tell them to stop reading the dirt sheets. Announcers need to understand what makes a good match because he doesn't want them using like five star match or match of the year. He doesn't want uh, them using that shit. Even though they use that now. Yes. Uh, yeah, they do use it now. Uh, make your own notes. Keep it updated on superstars. This is this is another one. I think this is another one where people were like, "God damn it!" 
<laughs> fully understand the history and heritage of the business as it gives what we are doing today more credibility. But let's forget what shit we did five weeks ago. <laughs> Remember Katie Vick's storyline. God damn it. <laughs> it's a lot of contradictions in there. It is, but overall it's like it's like okay, I understand. Yeah, a lot of it's pretty common sense. So I mean that's do you have anything else? I can't get nothing else. Uh, it's basically it. That's pretty good. We're going to try and do something a little different next week. We're going to switch it up for you. We we received the PWG DVDs in the mail. I'm looking forward to those. And we'll probably watch one of those, and we'll talk about that next week. We might, out of that, get a, if you don't know, now you know. We haven't done that in fucking months. There's a lot of those on that on those dvds there too. is indeed so yeah next week should be and next week it's also that's the go home show for battleground yep so we'll see what they they give us there so uh yeah if you guys want to head over to facebook.com slash tornado tag radio give us a like we would enjoy that you can follow us on twitter at tornado tag radio you can follow me on twitter at sir pingle and you can follow kyle on twitter at kyle hunt zero zero uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Just search Tornado Tag Radio and rate and review us as well. We would appreciate that. Shout out to the Livewires. They do our music. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at Your Livewires, and that's Y-O-U-R underscore Livewires. You can go to Facebook.com slash The Livewires. And What Fuzz is on iTunes, Amazon.com, and Spotify. Also, head on over to notlg.com slash store and buy a shirt, people. Yeah. I know our uh, friend of the show, Scatty. Scatty. Has been uh, purchasing some shirts. He does make a lot of money. I heard he's a high roller, so <laughs> we, uh, we appreciate that for sure. And I think that is about it for this week. So, Kyle, if you will. Bring the bill. Living Peak.